Welcome to the Next Door Neighbors podcast, a podcast where we talk about all things neighborly. Here are your hosts, Alex and Irina Mazukin. You want to start being nice to each other? Well, most on me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you for acknowledging that on on camera. On camera. I, to I, the public. I've been a, I've been a grouch. Is there a reason besides not feeling good? No, it was prompted by not feeling good and then bothered and then by it, and then bothered by everything. Yeah. <clears throat> I can tell last night. <laughs> yeah, being sleep deprived, having stomach uh so um, yeah, welcome to podcast number 79, 79 where once again <laughs> there's sickness wrong. going through our family <laughs> yeah. and not sleeping. I don't do the ongoing talk. I don't do and I've said this before. I think I one of my biggest fears is to lose your like having a concussion and losing whatever part of you that is you mm-hmm. and like through a rewiring. Right. Um I've met and I think I've shared this before. Like I've met multiple people who've had concussions either through like the military and then they they became more like irritable or or some kind of uh mental uh change. Mm-hmm. Or I've met you know, 40-year-old guys who, like, hit their head against the ground multiple times, and then they became, like, a different person. And I've realized that one of my biggest fears, well, I have lots of fears, but one of my biggest, like, professional fears is to, like, lose the wiring that is in my brain. Do you feel like <clears throat> sleep deprivation is co- yes. making you th- that way? 100%. Really? 100%. Um, especially, like... It's one thing if I had a bad night's sleep. And this is, by the way, an ongoing conversation. If you're listening, just chime, chiming in and you're like, what are you talking about? I, I finally, so I haven't been sleeping good in the last maybe year, a solid year, maybe less. I think it's escalated in the last six months. Well, it started <clears throat> with Harper being yeah. born. So I don't know if you would say in the last two years. I well, right, know, right. Well, I'm, yes. Okay. So I guess, uh, I guess what the conclusion of where I'm at right now. Yes, it started when year and a half Harper was born. Um, and it started with me getting up in the middle of the night. We would tag team. I'd get her a bottle. You would feed her or do both, and we switch off, whatever. But it got to the point where it was such a regular timed thing, like on the dot between 3 and 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. every morning, um, that it almost like after doing that for a year and a half, it like it, it recalibrated your sleep cycle. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point that even now that she doesn't wake up at those times, I naturally wake up every single day on the dot between three and four mm-hmm. without skipping a day. <clears throat> and that's been going on for about like six. Six solid months. Before that, it was kind of on and off. Yes, six solid months. And I would say in the last six months, she kind of gotten a little bit better. Yeah, I feel like for the most part, she's fine. Right. She sleeps through the night. We're not having to wake up every night. I mean, every once in a while, she'll still wake up at four just so funny to me and she's like wide awake she'll make a little noise and obviously if you're in a deep sleep you won't hear it so it's not like a repetitive anywho so mm-hmm. um it kind of did this thing where i'd wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom or something like there just to turn and then i'm like anticipating a cry and now i can't fall asleep so now what ends up happening is, is like my brain just is awake it's just fully fully awake as if the alarm just rang and not like an alarm just rang that you're like oh i can go back to sleep but just wide awake. You're mm-hmm. just thinking about um, projects, ideas, what you need to accomplish today, that whole jazz. And you're like, it's three or four o'clock in the morning. Like, I know if I get up right now, I'm going to feel terrible the rest of the day. Right. I might feel productive, like, till lunchtime. And then it's just like a crash course. Um, and so it's 
been getting worse and worse and I would try to take like um, a sleeping cocktail, which is like a neuroscientist, Dr. Huberman, I think he was in the Rogan podcast and he was talking about like you take Apigen, you take L-theanine and you take Neuromag magnesium before bed and it ensures that you go into a deeper Mm -hmm. REM cycle. And what are those? Are those those are natural vitamin, those oh. are natural vitamin supplements yeah. that um, that have like binding receptors in your brain that help uh, like essentially not help you fall asleep but help you like escort into like it turns off your like frontal lobe like mm. the the cognitive like thinking part and that helped going into like a deep REM cycle all the time I had great dreams they're super in depth but again three four o'clock hits I need to go to the bathroom wide awake nothing you can do about it so then I said okay well what if I took melatonin oh it ends up what happening is like once doing that i would toss and turn in bed for about two hours and then roughly around 5 30 i'd finally doze off mm-hmm. and then my alarm would hot hit off like 7 30 which before i used to wake up at 5 30 for work so like the whole 7 30 i feel like super unproductive mm-hmm. i feel lazy and uh now and so what ends up happening because of that like stay up so long in the middle of the night trying to fall back asleep i'm now like dazed in the head i have a headache in the morning like i'm not myself i can't think i can't function i don't have ideas i'm not motivated those I are most like that every morning <laughs> do you do um and sometimes what would help is like working out in the morning and then i'll get me out of it that's why a lot of times to kyle i'll just text him and be like hey like i'll push it out an hour that we start because i'm so like need it. i'm just not myself it literally feels like a hangover every single day um and then i had an idea i was like well what if i when i do wake up to speed up the process from toss and turning, what if I pop in a few uh, melatonins to help me get back to sleep? And by the time melatonin kicks in, it's like close to another 45 minutes. It takes that long to kick in? My body size, sure, yeah. Mm. Um, and so I finally went to had a physical with my physician, not a physical, but a checkup. And first thing she goes like, this is yesterday. Yes, no, the day before. The day yesterday. before. She was like, so how's it going? And <laughs> right out of the gates, I was like, I'm not sleeping. <laughs> She's like, and she just got back from maternity leave. She had her fourth kid. And I was like, I, I and so I just like laid it all on her. I was like, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I tried this, it didn't work, blah, 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 blah. This is all Help me. And then the most reassuring thing was she says like, okay, so what you have is what's called latency insomnia. It, instead of you having insomnia in the beginning stages, you have it in the end your brain has now because of like you're anxious about either hearing your daughter or whatever in the middle of the night your brain now associates the bed as just the office essentially mm-hmm. and and so she she's like so she gave me some like from a sleep uh, scientist who's here in boise hmm. a really good one apparently she says he kind of came up with this little checklist of things you should do uh it's obviously not something you fix overnight but it's something you create a habit and Over time. essentially, yes, especially what it does is it helps disassociate. It helps uh, basically associate your bed with uh, sleep, mm-hmm. like like somehow as if like when you're in your room, on your bed, in your pillow and the lights are off, your brain goes, oh, it's time to go night night, um, not it's time to think. And so hmm. this little checklist, it's helping, it's supposed to help you create that habit in your brain to like associate that. But it's an annoying habit. Like the habit yeah. like it involves you. So you can't like watch TV in bed. You can't watch TV in bed. Um, you obviously don't be on your phone in bed. Um, but then the whole thing is like when you do wake up in the middle of the night, you're supposed to, and this is the most annoying part, is you're supposed to leave that room mm-hmm. and go do something in low light, like read or do the puzzle or something like that or, or a crossword puzzle. And then try go back to bed. 
when you're starting yawning and getting tired again. And then don't lay there for more than 15, 20 minutes if you can't fall back asleep. Come back and do that again. So it's the most annoying thing in the world. Yeah. So you have to physically get up. You have to physically get up, you know, throw a hoodie on or something like that. Go to the next room and sit there. Um, so mm. I did that last night. And, and I, they say it takes about like a month or two, right, to get into that rhythm. Where maybe. You're, yeah. I haven't heard the like how long it takes. I think one of our friends told us mm -hmm. that her friend tried it and she said about it took about a month to like slowly get into back into that pattern of your brain actually like falling asleep and staying asleep. Yeah. And uh, and it's tough because like like I'm reading a book by um, like a social media friend of mine. I've never met him in person, but he's a really cool guy. Uh, Trent Pretzler. He's a canoe maker mm -hmm. in New York. <clears throat> and uh, he wrote a book. Uh, it's called uh, 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 Slow, uh, what is it? Uh, little and Often or something like that. Yeah, I think it's called Little and Often. And uh, and it's like, a, it's called a memoir when it's about yourself, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. So I think it's like a memoir. And it's like, I'm chapter like five, but there's some stuff, like he had a, a really difficult upbringing, but there's stuff that you relate to. And like last night, 4.30 in the morning, five o'clock in the morning, I uh, I was like, I got teared up because of like whatever he was talking about with the relationship with mm -hmm. his. So now you can't fall asleep because you're thinking about that. Yes. I was like <laughs> tearing up reading this book at 4.30 in the morning. You read something like. Um, oh, well, before I started reading that book, I, I decided to go. I decided to go on this like journey. I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start reading some of those books, like the classic literature um, from like middle school and high school, like, you know, Gra Grapes of Wrath or, you know, Huck Finn or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what I'll do? I'll do Uncle Tom's Cabin. You should read Huckleberry Finn first. Oh, Huckleberry Finn first. And man, like, again, Although there's that like, one is, it's a, oh, they're all kind of heavy. And that's the reason you yes. read them in like middle school, high school is for like the content in it and like mm -hmm. the beautiful literature that is created as right. well. And so I think it's probably not a book you should be reading to get yourself to fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, I should be reading like Leviticus. You need something. to be reading like um, instruction manuals or something. <laughs> but the thing is like, I'm now like really into this book, Trent, yeah. Trent's book, no, like, cause it's, it's, it's really fascinating. Cause it's, it's interesting when you read a memoir about a person you've never, you don't know about, but this is a person like I exchanged DMs with him mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Interesting. Yeah. And so it makes it even more interesting. It's like, wow, I didn't realize your yeah. life was that, you know, interesting. You know? I think reading like for certain people is a good idea. But for others, it's actually probably it's almost like the opposite. It it makes you think even more like for me, if I'm reading a book and I'm really into it, I will not fall asleep. Mm -hmm. In fact, I'll stay up to like four in the morning reading it because I don't want to put it down. Yeah. But maybe like a puzzle would be more beneficial for you because it's just like, Cross although you're using your brain, brain too. Yeah. So it's like, how, what it, would you be doing? It would have to be like something I, very. I, I think, I don't know how to play Sudoku, but I would have to be like Sudoku. Something like that, yeah. Where, it's where just, I'm like, okay, so what number? Oh, mm. this is annoying. I'm you're just one. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe something like that I would need to do. Hey guys, real quick, let's take a break and thank the sponsors of today's episode, Flexil. Now, it is no secret that I'm a huge advocate for taking on repairs and projects yourself when at all possible. There is nothing more satisfying than seeing the results of a successful project that you've done. But to bring these DIY projects and repairs to life, you would need the products that work. That is why when I'm ready to take on a challenging repair, I trust the Flexil family of products to help me get the job done. 
I have personally made both indoor and outdoor repairs using FlexSeal products, and let me tell you, man, do they get the job done. From winterizing my home to automotive repairs, there's no better and faster way to make reliable fixes than FlexSeal. So here's what you can do. Next time you're ready to take on a DIY challenge, make sure you're prepared to repair these things with products that work. Use FlexSeal. Head over to their website, that is FlexSealProducts.com and check out their entire line of powerful products today. Thank you, FlexSeal, and let's get back into this episode. It's funny, I, I've, and you've known this, I've never wanted, I've never liked watching movies that didn't make me laugh. Mm-hmm. So I always like to consume content that entertained me through humor. And then in the last couple of years, I suddenly finally started like, evolving to go like well there's nothing else funny out there so like like nobody's really making really funny movies anymore and so like let's let's like watch these like stories or these you know whether it's um uh uh what's that uh movie that we were uh game of thrones Mm -hmm. you know for that was like the first one kind of thing like like, you went on this like adventure Mm -hmm. and then i started realizing why i never liked those movies is because they make you feel things like an yeah, emotion. The emotion. And because there's somebody who's oppressed, somebody who's weak, and they're being taken advantage of. Right. And I realized I never liked that. And so with books and other movies that I'm like, well, I'll be watching now, I'll catch myself getting <laughs> like choked up and teary eyed. And they're making me feel things. And it's so easy to be like, I want to get out of this. But, but why do you want to get out of it? Because I don't want to feel sad. Oh, I like kind of feeling sad sometimes well, like, during Trent, a movie. Okay, so here's a prime example. And this is like one of the parts. But I isn't took. that what you categorize a good movie is when it makes you feel Correct. things? Correct. On paper, for sure. And that's why I what, that's what I always actually tell myself. Yeah. Is that movies are uh, supposed to create this escapism where they're, the art part is the fact that they're most supposed to make you feel something. Same mm-hmm. thing with music. Music is supposed to make you feel like, something. That's a well-made movie when it makes Correct. you cry and like feel that raw emotion yeah but that's a real thing But you though. don't want to feel that. i don't want to feel it because it's a it's a it's it's a sad and painful mm. thing like so i have a, a disabled brother and in the book trent is talking about his sister which i haven't got to the part where they diagnose what, what it is and i'm assuming she maybe passed away but she, she there was this like part where he was this child and he would hear his sister cry in the middle of the night i'm assuming it's like roughly around the ages of like that six seven maybe mm-hmm. um and she would cry calling his name. His name's Trent, but she would call him Trent because uh, mm-hmm. she could at that point. Uh, oh, no. So it was Tret. She called him Tret because she couldn't he, She couldn't pronounce her R's at that point. She, it sounded like she had like either myasthenia gravis or some kind of neurological. Mm-hmm. Again, I haven't got to the part of the book where it was saying like what she was diagnosed with. And then she would start gurgling and, and kind of like choking up uh, on her own like saliva and stuff like that. And, uh, and so... So he right, you know, he mentioned how he would go and, and, and brush her hair in the middle of the night. Like, like I have a daughter, I have sons, like I have a mentally disabled brother. So like I can like that made me like cry in the mm-hmm. middle of the night, 430 in the morning. And that made me feel things. And those are beautiful things. But I don't want to feel those things when you can relate to those things. Mm-hmm. I'd, ra- I'd, I'd rather. Because well, then it's. Um... It's not just you feeling the emotions, you feeling the pain yes. behind the emotion as well, because you can relate to it. Exactly. As opposed to you growing up in a sheltered environment and then you read something. You're just like, oh, that's sad. And you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize the world was like that. Mm-hmm. That's a different awakening. I think that's why people tell their kids, like, go 
go travel abroad, go see that how the world really is, go see starving kids in Africa kind of thing, you know, so it, it helps shape your perspective. perspective. Uh, except on my side, mm. it's like, I know the world is dark. I've experienced a lot of the darkness. And here's another person who's experienced that as well. And now I have to like, be reminded of those mm -hmm. things again. And I don't know if I like that at all. I don't know if that's a positive thing. Right. Because what good is that I ball even more, you know? Right. <laughs> so that's the part. Yeah, and it is, it's just more painful to remember those things too for you. Right. So, I mean, listen, it's, I, I, I respect it. It's an art form and I always mm -hmm. tell myself in the midst of it. In fact, I remember watching a movie and I don't know if this is either a good reference or not, but I was watching Bird Box on the airplane with uh, Jennifer, what's her name? Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. And again, anytime kids are involved. Yeah. It, yeah. That's what gets me too. I, it's because it's like you can relate to that. You have your own kids. And yeah. Especially when they're like the same ages or um, remind you of your kids. Oh, that's just like heart wrenching. So in the midst of all that, I'm like, these things are, my, are, are meant to make you feel things. Mm -hmm. And to me, I don't want to feel those things. I've, 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 I've seen them, you know, or I've heard about them or I've. I have some kind of a, a connection to those things. So why force me to relive it? Hmm. I don't know yeah. if there's an emo a, a, a mental development that comes or a personal growth from reliving um, certain things. Hmm. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, it's more painful, like I said. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm doing at 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> now, uh, one smart thing I did yesterday was I took two of the melatonins and then I went to read. And so essentially mm -hmm. I'm just reading till melatonin kicks in. Mm, and, then, and then I went to bed and then I truly felt myself like dozing off. And I was like, all right. And I really get excited now. I was like, oh my gosh, here, here's that feeling. <laughs> here's that, here's feeling. that feeling we're about just to. Like on a roller coaster as you're going down. It really, <laughs> it really is. It's like you're so excited that you're finally going to be able to like turn your brain off and go to sleep. So and do you think it's only related to that like the fact that your sleep was like reset by harper because i was thinking the other day so um uh yesterday i had um like a design client that um i was supposed to go style for like or at least start and i haven't done that in a while it's been a while because i have um a lot of like out of the state projects, I have projects where I source um, furniture and products, but I don't go style it. They'll just do it themselves. I'll just order all the furniture. Anyway, this project has been going on for like a year. And so it's like a really big deal. Um, and so yesterday I went to go like figure stuff out to start styling. And the night before I just could not sleep. And it brought me back to remembering uh, when I was staging Every single time I had a staging job that day, the night before, I could not sleep. Not like I would have these like, increments of one hour, half an hour, then I would wake up, then I would go back. And then the whole time my dreams would be thinking about that staging. Do you feel like maybe because also in the last year and a half is when you started going full time, it was right after Harper was born. Do you mm -hmm. feel like a lot of that stress and just knowing like, everything you have to do the next day is causing you to not sleep? I don't think, I see, on paper, I've been, yes, full-time since Harper was born. That was mm -hmm. a year and a half. But the reality is, is like what I consider full-time is when I'm not making a paycheck at my primary job. So I still worked at the hospital for another year and a half before that, um, not collecting, my paychecks were 200 bucks. I was there for the medical benefits. 
Right. So I consider being full time for going already three years now out of the six years of doing mm -hmm. YouTube and content. Um, the stress. So I don't I, like I feel like I've done this long enough that I'm not a, like nervous about the you next know, day of like, I'm not, everything. I'm not do. nervous about funding the projects. I'm not nervous about who's the next sponsor going to be. I'm not worried about, you know what I mean? Like. But that doesn't like keep you up at night. It doesn't. I mean, I think maybe in the very beginning, Kylan, you and I have been working together for about two years now, almost. I think April is going to be two years, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so that maybe had a little bit where it's like, well, I'm taking somebody on and this is a person with a family too and they need to provide. Can I sustain this, this whole organization mm -hmm. and make sure everybody's taken care of? That was a little bit of it. But I grew out of that very, very quickly, especially mm -hmm. when it came down to like booking the calendar out far enough that I'm like, oh, man, we're a couple of months out with, with sponsorships. We're fine. That's true. You have that like so, security yeah. of like thinking ahead. Yeah. So I don't have that like I'm nervous. because So it is strictly just like something was reset. In it's your ideas. Brain. Yeah. It's ideas. Like, OK, prime example, two nights ago, what kept me up is this uh, bidet installation that we're doing where the whole video is about adding mm -hmm. a, uh, uh, an outlet by your toilet. And I woke up in the middle of the night and I was just thinking, okay, so, well, uh, the lights will flicker if we connect it to this circuit, but they won't fl flicker over there. But then how do I run it over there? Well, I think there's a junction box on the other side and then I can cut the drywall at a minimum. Mm -hmm. Well, that sucks because I already did that drywall. Well, I can cut it at a minimum. Like the logistics of projects. Well, that's what, and that's kind of what I was talking about is like everything that it takes to make that project work. Not necessarily like... Um, you know, booking your calendar out and making sure you're like set up with like um, brands mm -hmm. and everything. I was I was more talking about like the logistics of every project. Does that keep you up at night? Yeah, of, oh, like, for sure. Yeah, because that's the stuff that would keep me up at night. I have to think about, okay, do I have everything I need to style that? Is there anything I'm missing? Okay, do I need to go pick anything up? I can't forget the toolbox. I can't, you know, like mm -hmm. the art, um, do I have the frames, do I have the actual art pieces? So things mm -hmm. like that where it's if, one thing if i forget one thing i have to go back home and get it you know so it's setting yourself up for success for the next day it takes a lot <laughs> it does take about. a lot and before excuse me before my um i used to work really hard to make sure that i could have this like sleep cycle where mm -hmm. i would wake up between you know 5 30 and 6 and then do computer work which is usually emails but then the majority of that is planning for that day it's planning of what supplies I need to get and and maybe do some SketchUp stuff where it's like what dimensions are going to be in this thing. And that was like my planning of the logistics of like how we're going to execute this. Mm -hmm. But ever since the whole like sleep thing happened, I had to keep pushing my alarm clock all the way to 730 because A, kids wake up for school at that time. But um, but B, I, I couldn't sleep. Um, and it, so I needed to be able to if I woke if I lost two hours in the middle of the night, I had to kind of gain them them somewhere in order to feel mental clarity. Mm -hmm. um, so essentially I lost that part of my organization to like the, the section for planning. So now my computer right. time is very small. It, there's like, there's a handful of things that have to be done every single day. And it also has another, you know, dozen of emails I need to get answered, mm -hmm. but that's like every day. So there's no room for like, oh, I'm gonna do this too, or, or let's plan that, or let's, let's look at the supply list. What if you, did that like at the end of the day is that too much it's it's you're you're so anxious to be done already done? yeah you're you're it's the last thing you want to do it's your last you're sweating up a storm because you're trying to be efficient mm -hmm. things are going wrong you know we were hooking up the plumbing for the bidet and of course the little connector piece on the back of the toilet uh, it was leaking because i couldn't tighten it because of the way the toilet was set up mm. 
And so now we lost a couple hours mm-hmm. from it. So now there's stress, there's frustration, you're tired, you're just ready to be done. And the last thing you want to do is go sit and say, okay, what are we going to plan for tomorrow? For the majority, like the idea is always planned, right? So like Kyle and I will always kind of have a little powwow where we like, okay, so um, I think today we're going to do this and that. Tomorrow should be just this and the other thing. We'll wrap up the intros and outros. And then um, how many days do you think we need for the video to be done? And then we'll kind of, we'll kind of plan out the days. But the, the execution, the execution and the steps and the details. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and let's be honest, sometimes I make the wrong decision in terms of like how to do the thing. And then I'm sleeping on it. And the idea will come to me. It's like, well, did you consider this? Mm-hmm. Did you consider that? Um, so those are those are the things. Like actually, one of the things that kept me up was because we're running the 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 outlet for the bidet in the room that we moved the toilet. And by the way, if you know what we're talking about, we have a three part series relocating an entire bathroom. <laughs> That's the one I helped on. She did. Irina is debuted in three videos there. And um, you know, we moved everything into a closet essentially. Mm-hmm. And um, wow, you're so proud the way you said it. Like, mm, yes, we did. Yes, we did. Yes, and we it was did. my idea. Yes, girl. I want you all to know. And uh, and so the thing that crossed, like literally, I, I mean, that project's been done for over eight months, and literally hit me in the middle of the night. I never moved the, never put an outlet in that bathroom. Oh, there's no outlet. Right. The, ba- the the outlet is still in the original room, which is now a storage closet. Well, we, why would we need an outlet? Because every bathroom code? needs a... Oh. Well, every... Okay, so imagine you have people spending the night and they're like, hey, I'm going to go curl my hair in oh. your bathroom. Well, I'd and be like, go in the boys' bathroom. Go in the boys' bathroom, yeah. That bathroom is not for hair curling, it's not for first hair. of all. <laughs> so those little things. Yeah. And so then I... And of course, I came up with a solution. I was like, okay, so I'll pick off the, piggyback off that wall. It'll give me room to clear the... So stuff like that. It's just these small things. Not stuff that like... So, because what you do, it's like you plan and then it's like you have to put on a performance essentially, yes. right? Yeah. You're like, we've been practicing or you're, or, been or this long. If you're just a lot of like event planning, especially yeah. essentially that's what you're mm-hmm. doing. Event planning is where it's like you have so many moving things and then you're like, it all comes down to this one day. Mm-hmm. So, of course, there's stress. Everybody would be up. It's like you're saying you have to catch the flight tomorrow. It's like your wedding day. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, um, you just but can't with, sleep. But with me, it's everyday stuff. It's, it's the details. It's the small details. They're not stuff that I should be losing sleep about. But in, like, you actually, it, I mean, it makes sense why you're losing sleep because the things that you're doing, it's the details and small stuff. But also, like, if something goes wrong, you have to really think about making sure, like, you're doing it right. So, like the plumbing's right so it doesn't leak you know sure. there's just like a, a lot of i don't know weight behind it that well, you don't want things to like you don't want to ruin the house and <laughs> I, something like yes and no especially with electrical and plumbing right. and yes and no and i mean i've done enough electrical i've done enough plumbing doesn't scare you it doesn't scare me but um i also have a level of confidence that well at least ease it's the and because majority of the people that follow me they're like you know, you gave me the courage to do this or, you know, mm-hmm. or how do I get it the courage to do that? It, my thing is like, what's the worst? It's your house. What's the worst that can happen? Yes, you screw something up. You're going to have to deal with it. You know how to turn the water off. You know how to hit the breaker, turn the power off so it's safe. And maybe you screwed it up. But just like I would wake up in the middle of the night and be like, oh, I think I did that wrong. And then you go figure out how to fix it and make it right. It's the problem solving. That's yeah. the problem solving. And so mm-hmm. I think more people need to understand that. It's your house. Like, to a degree, yeah, if you do something wrong, yes, there could be a fire. Yes, there could be oh flooding. 
Flooding, it's not like it's going to flood overnight. It's, you're going to wake up in the morning and there's going to be a puddle. Guess what you're going to do? Shut the water valve off. Go back to where you were. Find where the leak is mm-hmm. and then do it the right way. Go online, figure out what you could have done. Maybe you had a bad crimp on your on your, on your your pecs. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, you solve that. Electrical is the same thing. You hook it up. You hit the switch. It either works or it doesn't. If it doesn't and your breaker keeps triggering, don't try to hit it back and try to like jam the breaker. Go and undo it. Get online. Figure out. Type in how to wire in a light switch to, to you know a three wheel light switch, and then boom, you're back in business. So it's not like everything could be undone, and it's mm-hmm. your property. It's not. It's it's far more scarier if it's a client that you're working for and you screwed right. up because now you're looking at somebody's gonna uh, sue you, sue. damages, and all that stuff. But if it's your property, you're the one that can get, can go fix it, and you can the one that can go look it up. And then if still you can't figure out, you can go, I'll just go hire a guy to go fix my problem. Mm-hmm. That's totally fine. So well, and most people skip that step and just hire the person. Well, yeah. I mean, but that's a different thing. Is like yeah. if you're trying to save the money and if you're trying to. Yeah. Like do, do it yourself. Right. It makes sense. The old DIY. The old DIY. So, yeah. So, I mean, this is this is this whole like uh, 360 about sleep and why and then, it's not happening. And then, so then, so a couple nights ago, you um, did not sleep well. You woke up early. Oh, the and then that night, and then that evening, we had friends over, and you were just so tired. So they all left kind of well, normal time. You went to sleep, uh-huh. and you woke up what time? Like twelve thirty? Because I had just gone to bed. Uh, no, well, I, I woke up when, like when Harper woke up. That that was Harper doesn't wake up anymore really that much. And then that's the night that she decided to not have a good sleep. But it was like it because I remember looking at the time. It was like twelve thirty or something. It wasn't even that like I don't know late into the night. But you woke up not <laughs> feeling well. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's the night I'm talking about. That was a miserable day because it was 4.30 and I've kind of been exhausted because I've been wrestling with this whole sleep thing for so long. And by the way, somebody wrote to me. They're like, because they heard us talking about this pod- on, the, uh, on the podcast about um, the sleep thing. Because so, we will never not talk about right. it. Right. And somebody wrote me, some guy wrote me. He's like, hey, um, have you ever considered maybe you, you have sleep apnea? My 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 wife recommended to me and I got a sleep CPAP machine and I've been sleeping better. And the thing is, like, I've been a respiratory therapist, so we dealt with, you know, sleep studies to, you know, mm-hmm. work with people with CPAP machines. And with sleep sleep apnea, it's it's two things. If either you're overweight and you have extra tissue uh, uh, obstructing your airway in your, in your upper airway. So in the middle of the night, when that tissue relaxes, it occludes it. Um, and then therefore it kind of makes you snore. So the big question is you ask your spouse, does your spouse snore? And a lot of times people snore when they drink. You do, yeah, you do a little bit. Well, if, if I if I drink and I go to bed and I sleep on my back, yes, it will, you know, it'll, all the tissue in your back of your throat drips But not down. regularly. Yeah. I, no, not regularly. Um, and so that is, an, it's called an obstructive sleep apnea. So yes, you need a CPAP machine or don't drink before bed kind of thing. Maybe like a mild version of it. I don't know. But then um, the next one is central sleep apnea, which it's uh, uh, your brain having like a misfiring where mm. you don't take as many breaths in the middle of the night. So some people can go for like a couple of seconds of not taking a breath. That's a signal that's not being fired. Um, hmm. and I have heard you like, like on a few occasions go like, or like that. Oh, well, so, I also have post-nasal drip. And that, so that, that could that, be part that, of that's, it, a, yeah. that's an obstructive issue as well, which there's central and obstructive sleep apnea. One is anything in the way, could be post-nasal drip, could be um, tissue. And the other one is central, which is your brain not firing and turning it on. But the thing is, there's a lot of uh, diagnostic things where it's like, do you wake up with a headache? Do mm. you get tired in the middle of the day? Meaning like you wake up with a headache because like carbon dioxide retention. Right. Um, if you're tired, meaning you didn't have a good sleep kind of thing. So there's a lot of like things like that. 
you would kind of with me now i don't really wake up too many times in the middle of the night it's more of like i'm up like so once you do wake up you're up yeah listen if i'll go to bed at 10 and i won't wake up till three or four but i'll be in the deepest sleep of my life between that time right and so what it there's no the only way to really diagnose is to understand that this is happening exactly at the exact time Every right. night. Every yeah. night after a good it's not, solid It's sleep. not random. No, no. Mm. It would be a different story if like I've been in and out all night. Every night you're like, hey, you're snoring. That's a whole thing. It was like, that's probably sleep apnea. You know what I've been getting? <laughs> now we're on the topic. Mm. Um, like, it's, I don't know if it's from stress related or what, but uh, the, lately, probably for the last like a month or so, um, when I'm sleeping, I'll like be sleeping and I'll like jerk myself awake. Oh, I've had that a few times. I have that so often lately where... Um, Are you afraid to get hit? I don't, <laughs> I don't know, but like my hand will actually like fly up and it will wake me up. It's huh. almost like that free falling feeling, yeah. but I'm not dreaming. At least no. I don't remember I'm dreaming. Usually I'd be like dreaming and I'd be like falling off a cliff and then I'd wake up. But it, I'll literally just be sleeping and my arm just goes like this. I'm <laughs> Are like, you sponsored by happening? Red Bull in the middle of this where you're doing these extreme sports? <laughs> I don't know, but it like freaks me out. And then my heart starts racing and then I, and then I can't fall asleep because it's like, oh. what was that? I, I have had that a few times and occasionally it'll happen, but it's more of like a leg kick. I'll kick my leg mm-hmm. and they'll thrust me up. I get the leg one, but lately it's been ar- my arms. Mm. I don't know. Do you ever have, I don't know the topic of like sleeping. Do you ever feel like when you're falling asleep, you can't, you can't put your arms in a comfortable position? Yeah, but I've I kind have of that like every night. No, I don't have that. Um, I've kind of figured one out. I I do one hand behind my lower back. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I put one hand like just like the two fingers like underneath the rubber band of your underwear. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like a guy's. Thing. I, I remember. I remember in high school, like a lot <laughs> of guys would guys would put hands in their hand. sweatpants, which yeah. is weird. But I never did that then. But as sleeping wise, it's like a comfort thing. Um, and then my <laughs> third thing, and this is the most popular one, is I'll put. Uh, I try to fall asleep on my back and I'll put one hand behind the pillow. But does your arm fall asleep? No, the way I lay down. And then I'll occlude one of my ears with Mm. that that arm. So that's like my three ways of sleeping. I try that, but then my arm falls asleep. And then I'm like, and then once I start thinking about it too much, I'm like, I can't get comfortable. I'll put like my hands like this, like a... Mummy? Yeah, like a mummy with an X. And then I'll like put them straight down. like, oh. It's not comfortable either. And then I'll just like kind of fold them together. <laughs> you're, so, you're like here in a coffin. Is that what you're doing? And I can't. That's and then like I'm in my head. And so now nothing feels comfortable. And I'm like, no, But I'm you can also, you're pretty good at sleeping on your side. So why don't you just put the hands underneath the pillow? I do. And then my hands falls asleep. And then, oh, you have. Oh, I don't know. I'm just like a sensitive. I don't know. Circulation thing. That's yeah. interesting. Or I've also realized I'm like very, not fidgety, but restless. Like yesterday, I went to go watch a movie with a friend, and the whole time I was sitting there, I like it was the same thing. I couldn't find like a resting place for my arms that was comfortable. You didn't want to hold her hand. And like, <laughs> I tried, <laughs> and then like I put my hands on the armrest, and I'm like, that's not comfortable. <sighs> and then like the more you start thinking about it, the more restless you are really? and uncomfortable. I feel like I get that all the time. I, maybe that, I think about it too much. Maybe I think you're overanalyzing it. I could see that. <laughs> I to me, if anybody it, else has that issue. Yeah, I let don't me know. know. I just want to sleep. That's all I want to do. 
I don't yeah. care. My hands you're past are. that thinking <laughs> about things. I want to wake up with a clear head. Thinking about the perfect hand position to sleep in. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's so silly, man. I'm, I'm hoping this is going to work. I'll have to give it a full two months. Yeah. I, but then again, we'll like, if I don't do this, then it's just what, what's going to happen. One day is going to go away. Probably no, not. you have to do something. Yeah. At least try. Yeah. I mean, you're on the right path. The straight and narrow path. Kyle, do you have any issues like this? We're just old. Just with like kids waking up. Yeah. <laughs> but you have no problem going back to sleep of it? No, just because I'm so exhausted all the time. Yeah, see, that's I'm kind of jealous of that. I'm not I'm not jealous of like that that routine, but I I'm jealous of I do remember you know they say like don't work out a few hours before bed. I do remember doing jujitsu in the evening classes and then coming home and being so exhausted mm-hmm. that I would be like in the deepest sleep of my life. And that's what's interesting to me is you are so exhausted when you fall asleep, but yeah. it's the brain waking up and going, nope, you're awake now. You're awake now. Yeah. And you used to, yeah, never but do that. going back to where the story was, it was like, it was 4.30 in the morning. I woke up this couple of nights ago <clears> and uh, it was one of those things I was like, you know what, I'm going to, this is before my, my, my appointment. It was actually the appointment was going to be that later that day. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just, I need to be like, I guess this is my life now. If I'm waking up at four o'clock in the morning, I might as well go and get work done. I'm like, I follow Jocko Willink online, who's a former Marine or Navy SEAL. Uh, and he's his whole thing is like on social media, he's always take, taking pictures of his watch in the morning. And it's always like 4.30, 4.35. And he's like working out. Uh, really hardcore dude. And I was like, you know, I guess this is my life. I guess I'm just going to, if there's I'm people out there who, who are doing, you know, workouts, I might as well just get computer work done. And I woke up and I got a crap ton of computer work done. And then I had my doctor's appointment. That was around noon. That was fine. Um, I came home after a haircut around four and I started yawning up a storm. You were so tired. And we had company over for dinner later that evening. And I was like yawning and yawning and yawning. And I told you how tired I was. And I was like, I'm going to have to rally somehow. They were here. Friends are here. We're having a great time. It's getting worse. And my, the, my, our company is like, Hey, we need to get going soon <laughs> to get Alex to, to So bed. at that point where you just, it was like, I six. know you weren't, yeah, I know you were tired, but were you not feeling well? So I was feeling fine. And then when it came to dinner, I was like, like everybody's eating and I just wasn't that hungry. I still felt full, but I was like, you know what? Let me have one of these, uh, pull, pull chicken sandwich, pull pork or ch- pull chicken. I don't remember. Chicken. Pull chicken of sandwiches. And, uh, I had it. And usually I can scuff down a bunch of those, but I had like one and I was like so full and I was like, oh, so the whole time I was full and, um, and, and I was tired. So I didn't know if it was just like, cause you're so tired. You know, like just... if you pull an all nighter, like driving or something like that, you're like, you get gassy or whatever. Like your digestive system is like not rested or mm-hmm. something like that. So that's what I felt. And then when I went to bed, I remembered cause I had like another stomach bug like a month ago. And I remember one similarity where hours after I ate, I still felt like super full mm-hmm. and like I'm burping and stuff like that. And I was like, uh oh, I wonder if this is something like that. But I was like, well, last time this happened, I couldn't even fall asleep. And now I'm probably not going to have any problems fall asleep. I fell asleep and then I woke up in the middle of the night and my legs were hot. And I was like, I think something is like brewing in my body. But I didn't feel like throwing up. I was like, I'm just going to go to the bathroom. So I just like sat there, sat there. And I was like, I, and I'm still like burping and stuff like that. I was like, oh, oh, this is definitely something's in my stomach. But you didn't feel like throwing up? No, I forced myself to throw up. I put my fingers down my throat 
And the thing is, if there's if if there's nothing there and you just bloated or something like that, nothing would come out. Just like maybe a little bit of water. Mm-hmm. But I had food come out mm-hmm. and that's when i was like oh it was something like either brewed in my stomach and then i had food and it didn't go anywhere or it was i had food and then that caused it weird but, but i wonder if it was kind of tied to the lack of sleep your your body just like wasn't able to i don't know digest i don't know i Not don't that, know. that i have any science behind that <laughs> it's good bro science though I, it that's, is. it's pretty good bro science i feel like it makes sense yeah no i listen i don't know but it was terrible because it was like the one night you of, needed sleep yeah, you ended up yeah throwing up yeah somebody's like oh it's probably you need a cpap machine you threw yeah. up yeah <laughs> yeah thanks dude have you tried maybe you have sleep apnea yeah so that's my story i don't want to be the debbie downer here anymore definitely were I find myself rallying through the day pretty fine in terms of not in the last recent days, but in terms of, you know, projects with mm-hmm. bad sleep. But you just, yeah, I feel like it's evenings you struggle. Yeah. But figure it out, right? Well, we'll, we'll, we'll try see. to figure it out. We'll see what the rest of it looks like. I know, man, but the sleep, I don't know. It's so important. But if as you age, you just, I feel like sleep less anyway. Kyle gets hit with a lot of bad night sleeps because of editing. Huh. Yeah. I feel so bad for him. That's your fault. Yeah. I feel bad for him. Yeah, you should feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should feel bad. Kyle, it's not me. It's these brands. They, they have timelines. <laughs> you know. Not your fault. Not my fault. Yeah. Well, sometimes I'll tell him, like, if I'm, like, really struggling with a project, like, everything's going wrong, like, this standing faucet, like, I kept, like, cursing up a storm trying to hook this faucet up, and then, like, I look at Kyle, I'd be like, sometimes I wonder who has the harder job. <laughs> I think we're both. It's a toss-up. We're both in the trenches. It both sucks. All of it sucks. She's like, I'm going to edit this out. <laughs> yeah. No, he's good about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's it. That's uh, that's my rant on this one. Yeah. Stay tuned for the next um, sleep stories. Sleep stories. We'll, we'll, we'll have a little title for it. Yeah. Welcome to the next episode of... The weekend updates. Yeah. Weekend updates. We like check people. Are like, yeah. How is he doing? Yeah. Is he okay? I do need to stop talking about sleep because I feel like with our friends, I feel like so it, always, it always comes up in the conversation. Well, I mean, if it's something that's part of your life right now no i need to pretend like i'm fine no that's even worse i need to just do like the uh our forefathers did and just drink our sorrows away (laughs) (laughs) put in a bottle and push it down with a chase it with jack daniels like a real man (laughs) have a cigarette and somebody asks how you doing i'm fine i'm great fine (sighs) life is good Cowboy killers. <laughs> Not even Bud Light, huh? Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> Just be that guy. I'm gonna be like every everybody's father from the '60s. Yeah, I like it. But you're sleeping. You're gonna tell everybody you're sleeping great. Yeah, I'm sleeping great. Yeah, <laughs> sleeps great. Eight hours a day, like a baby. Eight to ten. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, folks. Um, the recent project, the standing. Well, we can brush over. What do you think of the standing bathtub? I love it. I've been using it. Harper even took a bath in it. Harper took a bath. Yeah. 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 I keep getting all these dummies that would like hit me up with with, not DMs, but like comments. Like they hate that I'm getting. And it's not hate. It's like know-it-alls. And maybe it's based off where they live. But they're like, that's not even waterproofed. And I'm like, I don't get it. 
your bathtub is not waterproofed around. You have tile and there's a bathtub in there. So why would you be waterproofing it like the shower? Right. And so then they'll be like, you're supposed to have a drain in the middle of your of your floor. I was like, well, if your regular bathtub didn't have a drain in the middle of, you know, like you'd go to like yeah. uh, the gym and there's a shower, like and maybe it's like a, a group shower thing. It all goes into like a drain in the middle, right? So there's like, apparently some people live in certain parts of the country where you're supposed to have a drain in the floor outside of your bathtub oh really yeah yeah no yeah yeah in some parts of the country and i was like what you but to but me it was not like that before well, like, that was my whole conversation well, we bought this house and there was nothing like that well nobody's yeah. house has that like yeah that, unless never it's seen a shower, that in a house unless it's a shower but just never seen that that's crazy all these wild dorks yeah. that are nerds that are writing yeah. these things like oh it's well, not even waterproof there. and it's not even i'm like dude what, shut up why the bathtub was there there's it wasn't why would i put one there if there wasn't, yeah, there yeah. before, which was built by a builder. Oh, my God. And they're like, <laughs> it's not even, the floor is not even waterproofed. It's a concrete slab. You can't get more waterproof than a concrete slab. <laughs> True. You guys are dorks, man. Oh, But they feel but like they need to put in their course, two cents. Of course, because it's like, I'm knowledgeable about this, so. But hey, engagement is engagement. <laughs> Getting the views. Getting the views. <laughs> get the, get, you gotta, the whole algorithm is is click, watch, engage. Comment, and then, yeah. And boom, suckers. Click, watch. Like, comment. Nerds. All right. Well, All hope right. you guys watch it. Um, what's the next video? Uh, we're coming out with a video next week, the, uh, installing an outlet for the oh, bidet. Oh, right, yeah. right. And then we'll start with the uh, the vanity in the bathroom, in the master. Nice. Sorry, I didn't want to say master bathroom. Sorry, that's... Primary uh, bathroom. Primary. Yeah, please don't cancel me. It's primary bathroom. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. That'll be, that'll be so fun. So fun. We are going to just knock just it out of the park. <laughs> So what we did so here much is, to do. Yeah. All right, folks. Thanks for watching uh, or listening. listening. Make sure you go watch. And uh, thanks for following along. Bye. Bye.